Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. And tonight, guys, it's basically the casting episode. Lots and lots of stuff. Yeah, lots of show and (laughs) casting news today. That's, I mean, that's uh, every time I went to like, I was like, don't say the same sentence every single time, which is like today in casting news. Well, and see, here's the thing. Like I've been doing this yeah. for so long. Like I have like three or four ways to say it. It's like, oh, throw them at me. Well, it's like, this is Wednesday's episode. So it would have been on Tuesday. So like the first one is on Tuesday, it was announced that blah, blah, blah was cast. Mm-hmm. And then it's like yesterday we learned that blah, blah, blah was cast. And then it's like um, on Tuesday, um, so-and-so show revealed, you know, just like the same things over and over it's just you go to it you just build like this this reservoir of phrases to throw out there so that you don't sound like a robot and an ai wrote your script and just says the same thing every time well i would like to uh, what is it ex machina today's episode <laughs> yes, <laughs> i don't know very good. that's yeah, our yeah. audience yeah. uh but today new casting was announced for disney on broadway's aladdin and the lion king opening back up this september most of the cast that was working on broadway at shutdown will be returning with a few notable changes which is important that we talk about here uh the lion king begins performances on tuesday september 14th at the men's scoff per use but brandon a mccall makes his broadway debut in the role of simba um aladdin resumes performances on Tuesday, September 28th, the new Amsterdam theater with some exciting changes. The role of Aladdin will be played by Michael Malakale and introducing Shoba Narayan as Jasmine. Now, Michael was previously in the 25th anniversary tour of Phantom and Narayan was previously seen in Great Comet. She played Nessa Rose in Wicked, as well as playing Eliza in the North American tour of Hamilton. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying like these people are first I, in the musical I, theater yeah i saw shoba in uh in hamilton oh. in the tour she's phenomenal she's like one of those young up-and-coming <sighs> stars who is going to blow people away for many years to come i feel like her and solea are yes, oh both both former elizas yeah like i feel like those <laughs> are two people who um have yet to really get their huge big break um obviously well, that's why i've got fingers crossed for almost famous yeah yeah for for soleil yeah and shoba's been on broadway she you know was in great comedy like she you said was was yeah. yeah she was an understudy yeah and um but i feel like she really need like her and soleil both need those big broadway breaks and they both certainly certainly deserve it <sighs> Exactly. But it should be said that this casting announcement for Aladdin marks the first time on Broadway that Aladdin and Jasmine will be played by Middle Eastern, North African and or South Asian actors. So this is big and I'm so happy, like all these tweets that are coming out being like, you know, we weren't yelling for nothing. Like this is the change that we want to see when we're telling these stories and we're referencing the Middle East. Let's have Middle Eastern actors doing this. You mm-hmm. know, So um, this is awesome. And, you know, we've talked about it here on Today on Broadway when it was whispered about and like there were a few pictures mm-hmm. that never happened. You know what I'm going to talk about? Yeah, do it. OK, um, so at right before the pandemic, I think <laughs> at the end of 2019, 2020, yeah. they actually filmed Aladdin in the West End with some London stars, with some Broadway stars, including mm. former tour and Broadway Jasmine um, um, Izzy McCullough. She was playing yeah. Jasmine in this. They filmed it. But from everything I've heard, Disney is shelving it for this very reason. The fact that the entire cast pretty much was made of uh, made up of 
people of non uh, accurate ethnicities for especially the principal roles. Um, yeah, I mean, this show has employed many of my like Filipino friends, sure. um, African American friends. Like, it's been a it's been an incredibly diverse cast. Um, we love to see it. My my guy Don Daryl Rivera is going to be back playing mm-hmm. Iago, Chef's Kiss. Uh, but yeah, so this is this is exciting for oh, a world of people that felt like the story was being um, presented not by them. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, there you go. Additional casting has been announced for the upcoming MJ musical since we last spoke to you guys about Miles Frost, who was named the new Prince of Pop after Ephraim Sykes departed the cast. Mm, bye. Uh, the cast will now include Quentin Earl Darrington, Whitney Basher, Gabriel Ruiz, and Antoine L. Smith, who I just saw at Radio Park and... Boy, can he sing. Oh, my God. Most of the cast members will double the roles, though, from what I understood. understood. Um, It was kind of weird to see, like, people playing, like, you know, both a a Jackson, um, a member of the Jackson 5, and then also playing another, like, Barry Gordy and all these other people. It was just kind of like, oh, wow, everyone's doubling. Uh, But the musical will begin previews at the Neil Simon Theater. I mean, the the photos, the artwork, the marketing is already up. So if you didn't already know, when you're walking by Passover, getting a ticket, hopefully, fingers crossed, you can see MJ is very much there already, but they won't begin previews until December 6th with an opening night set for february 1st 2022 Hmm. yeah interesting i just you know i they keep saying that this also there's a young michael did you see that um i did not look at the cast list because most of this cast is pretty much i mean i looked at the top i looked at the the headlines you know quentin earl darrington and i was playing the dad joe jackson as well as somebody else i think someone named gus yeah um I just, you know, they keep talking about this show addressing the accusations against Michael Jackson. And I just don't. And that's great. Like, it should. It's being produced by his estate. So in what regard? Well, and that's and that's my thing. It's like I don't even it doesn't even matter in what regard, because you're not going to have a dance heavy musical especially with these like really iconic fun pop songs no matter what you do with telling that story it's gonna get overshadowed and even if the estate says you know what this is an important part of our brother's um life this needs to be told uh, and they allow lynn nada to do whatever she wants like it's still going to get overwhelmed by the pure joy of that music in dancing. And I just feel like this is such a bad idea in so many ways. Like there's I, as great as, you know, two time Pulitzer Prize winner Lynn Nottage is there's no good way to do this, which really confuses me as to why she is doing it. Yeah, I think that that's the takeaway is that there's no good way. So it's it's no shade on any of these people that are getting jobs. We love to see. No, uh, Whitney Basher. Know. I adore yeah. Whitney Basher. And I'm so happy that she is back on Broadway where she belongs. But like, what's the, what do you say? Big yikes or something? Like it's Big just, yikes. Yeah. This is a jester flop. Yeah. This is a jester flop. Uh, to quote less culturistas for uh, podcast listeners. Um, so I guess this is our like final casting notice for the show today, but it was a big day for Disney theatricals because more of their touring announcements followed uh, for Frozen and The Lion King. So Frozen resumes performances on Friday, September 10th in Buffalo, and The Lion King begins performances on Friday, October 1st in Cleveland. Returning to the cast, I know you will have words because of how you feel about Caroline Bowman and her 
real life husband, Austin Colby, uh, Caroline Interbickler is returning F. Michael Haney, Mason Reeves, Robert Crichton, the original Wesselton on Frozen mm. on Broadway, will step in for a few legs of the tour before Jeremy Morse returns. So uh, returning to the cast of The Lion King North American Tour are Spencer Blackie, uh, Gerald Ramsey, along with the rest of the touring cast. But Guguana Delamini joins as Rafiki, who played the role since 2002 wow. in multiple worldwide productions of The Lion King, like Weston, touring all over the world. I mean, it's insane. So I'm very excited that this person is joining on for the touring cast, but everyone else is, is staying put, staying the same. I, lo- I look and I do- I've never worked for Disney, although I live like a stone's <laughs> throw from the I House of Mouse. I was going to uh, say, you're but, right there. But like, I love how like Disney theatricals, like you see see how these people stay with shows long term. And I think a lot of that could be because a lot of their shows do cast actors of color or whatever that color is. And they might feel Mm -hmm. like it's a good gig, uh, you know, trying to find other work in an industry that doesn't always necessarily want them. But like when you hear about I mentioned and uh, we mentioned Aladdin with like Michael James Scott, who is from where I live here in Kissimmee and um, and like this Rafiki for the tour, like so many people just keep keep sticking with shows or going from one show to another. Um, The the new um, Mufasa on Broadway, not new. He's actually coming back. He's a former guest on Tummy Wars One. He talked yeah. about um, that company being a family. And so, like, I love that you see so many of these people not only coming back from just before the pandemic, but coming back for at this point nearly 20 years. Um, it's very cool. And I love um, Robert Crichton or Crichton um, as coming back to do Wesselton. He was an absolute <laughs> joy in uh, Anything Goes. I saw him in two different roles. I saw him in his Porter role and mm-hmm. um, he was. Joel Gray's understudy is Moonface, and he I saw him in that do that role as well, and he's fantastic. So anytime he can uh, get a little chance to, sh- to shine, I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, they've been working very hard to make sure that their um, COVID compliance is top-notch. They're testing everybody every day as they start to rehearse. Um, they're, they're being so careful and conscientious of how everyone's returning back to their shows. So I'm, I'm very happy to hear all of the good news coming from them. So we're going to take a moment from the rest of the show to talk about our Patreon for Broadway Radio. You want to be on our Patreon because it's beyond the fact that like, <laughs> it's it's beyond the whole like, you get your news like you normally do listen to the show. You also get extended interviews. Like you get extensions of, you know, this week on Broadway, which I'm just saying, wink, wink, nod, nod, Matt and I may be, we very much are uh, doing an episode of very soon. So you want to be on that. But like, I know that Matt, you've been here for so long and you've had the opportunity oh God, to yeah. like give people all the extras. You know, we're going to be doing some roundtables. I will talk about Schmigadoon again, and I will not be hateful as have much. You, have you watched the next three episodes or next no, two? I'll the, wa- okay, you'll I'll watch, watch them when them they're when ready. when you tell me to. Okay, all right. That's fair. <laughs> but what's great about it is, is, you know, we've grown and changed so much at Broadway Radio over the past five and a half years that I've been here and over the past 11-ish years that Broadway Radio has been around. And this is the next step for us to be able to make sure that we are able to keep doing what we're doing. Um, one of those things is coming up very soon, maybe on tomorrow's episode. You will hear a part of an interview that I did with uh, Glory Cramp who, if you are a, a connoisseur of Maury, yes, 
cast in shows, you know that she played mm. the original Christine in Maury Yeston's Phantom. We're probably going to have, unless some huge news breaks, part of that tomorrow on Tomorrow's Today on Broadway. Yeah. And then the rest of it only in Patreon. So it's if you want to hear everything that we're doing and if you want to support us more than anything, that's the way to do it is to get on uh, the Broadway Radio Patreon. I feel like I'm doing um, a, a campaign pledge drive on PBS. We don't yet have tote bags. I was going to say, if we, we had we a tote, to. this is when to. I perform. Yes. <laughs> and we <laughs> and then we're going to go back to... <laughs> yeah, and we're going to offer you a $75 DVD or CD or something. That's what they do on PBS. But anyway, this is a great way to support us, especially as theaters coming back. We're going to have so many more things coming up there. And as we start to build out our Patreon, you do not want to miss being a part of that. All right. So uh, with that, here are some thoughts from critics on Merry Wives at Shakespeare in the Park. You guys know that it opened up. We've been kind of covering it as they've had some some uh, some hiccups, like, you know, they had some injuries. They had a little bit of a COVID scare, uh, but now they are officially open. And I just wanted to read some of the words from various New York critics. So Jesse Green of The New York Times said Jocelyn Bios, Merry Wives is a joyful adaptation of Shakespeare. OK, Christian Lewis, who we love here at Broadway Radio. <laughs> So more than any other Shakespeare in the Park production I've seen, this piece celebrated the fact that it was in the park. It was a piece of theater magic that helped remind me how special in-person theater can be. That was such a relief when I read those words Mm -hmm. (laughs) from Christian. So um, it was really, really nice to hear that that was something that was being celebrated in this one. And then Matt Winman of AMNY, while it may not exactly offer the profound meditations of Hamlet, the 110-minute intermissionless production directed by Sahim Ali is a flashy, feel-good, accessible, and all-inclusive affair. That's what I want from theater. I want inclusive. I want sometimes feel good and I want no intermission sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and what's great is I saw a tweet and I don't, I think it was part of the New York times review, but it's just like that said, Mary wives of Windsor is like a mean spirited, you know, it's like one of those old Shakespeare comedies where everybody's mean to everybody, but Bio's adaptation is fun and it's joyful and it's um, about celebrating each other. And it, it is much more in line with the type of thing that I think a lot of people are looking for nowadays well always i think doing the shakespeare stuff is important to keep going in certain ways and in certain theaters and with certain audiences and communities no it can stop well i well sometimes it can stop yes but this (laughs) this is the type of stuff that i would like to see happen more often if we're going to do some version of shakespeare this is the stuff that i would prefer to see And add a trans person next time, please. Okay, public. All right. So the McKintrick Hotel, home of Sleep No More, will welcome back the woman in black, a ghost play in a pub. I had heard about this. Mm -hmm. I remember as soon as I said, I went, wait a second. I think I was invited to that. Like, like, what is it? 2019? 2020? This is a huge hit in London, uh, like it's been running for like years and probably more than a decade at this point. And it came over to the McKee trick and um, was doing really, really well right before the pandemic started, like for a few months before the pandemic started. And then it had to obviously shut down. But I'm really glad that this comes back because I would love, love, love to see this. I would love to support you saying that. Uh, performances will begin on October 21st with an official opening on October 24th. I just, the idea of being scared right now is not my vibe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess it depends on how easily you scare. I've also never seen Sleep No More, which I would really like to at some point as well. I'm having a hard time with doors shutting. 
Okay. So yeah. That, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Fair. Um, Irish Repertory Theater and Pat Moylan Productions are presenting uh, Angela's Ashes, the musical. Never thought I'd read that as a sentence. Based on the Pulitzer Prize winning book by Frank McCourt, the show will make its New York premiere at Irish Rep Online on Thursday, September 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then they're going to have an in-person run in Ireland. So Angela's Ashes oh, will be available on demand. I know it's more streamable theater, right? Like I'm excited to see it. Wednesday, September 22nd, you can find that irishrep.org very cool yeah i'm i'm like a third ish a third ish irish so i feel like i should watch this you should watch it you should watch it anytime you can get your hands on streamable theater you should do it and that's not me plugging myself that's just (laughs) me reminding you that you should watch streamable theater Mm -hmm. um all right so finally in recommendations i feel like all of our friends were were at yes we were not (laughs) but all of our friends we were were not there but all of our friends were at the majestic theater benefit uh because the show must go on the documentary was presented last evening uh very swanky red carpet it was celebrating the actors fund uh there was a special event with performances by josh groban sierra bajas uh Adrian Warren, Ariana DeBose, Shireen Pimentel, uh, Ali Ewald. We, of course, will always um, champion Ali Ewald. Uh, you can watch in a little clip that we're going to link in our show notes. But um, yeah, it's it's a really nice kind of like spliced up without showing the actual documentary um, of some of the performances that happened last night. So that was very exciting. We want to share it with you. Yeah. And the documentary is available to stream on um, Broadway on demand, I believe. Um, Mm. So you can find it there. But this is kind of a look at all of the different uh, performances that happened on Monday night at the Majestic. So I can't see myself going back to the Majestic um, anytime soon. Um, So I will just take this as performances (laughs) from the Majestic. Um, and there's there's oh, you're not planning on seeing that. <laughs> I I don't care for the Phantom, um, which is fine. I'm I have friends who adore it. If Phantom's not yeah. for me, so I don't see myself going back to the Majestic. But there were two uh, former Christines um, yes. uh, there with Sierra and Allie. So that's about as close as I'm going to get to seeing Phantom again is to see those two on stage at the Majestic in this video. You know what I would die to see, to be honest, just because we're on it. Yeah. I would die to see Adrian Warren doing Adrian Warren level of Phantom just for shits. Why well, aren't we doing that? <laughs> look, her she's said before, and one of the we've talked about it here. This was years ago at this point. Adrian Warren's like dream role is is like Glinda. So she's got like the legit side of to her voice where you have to kind of do some of that opera ish. Obviously, it's much more. Um, Christine is a much more legit operatic per, uh, performance than Glinda's, but she's got a little bit of it. Uh, I think Adrian could do a Christine if she really wanted to. She could probably we're also tr- play Phantom if yeah, she wanted to. I was going to gonna say, what we're trying to say is that Adrian Warren can do anything she damn I, well pleases. God. And, and I yeah. will throw money at her feet. Truly, when I saw Shuffle Along, I was like, that person is an absolute star. And I just want to, mm. I want every vehicle for her to succeed. So All I'm right. excited to have her come back to Tina. Yeah, and I said the same thing when I saw Bring It On the Musical at the Alliance Theater in Atlanta. So we are at the same place, yes. The Alliance Theater, oh man. All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. You can find me all the time on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me at VWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>